This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio is a platform that helps growth focused e commerce brands drive more sales with super targeted, highly relevant email, Facebook, and Instagram marketing. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Chance, and my guest today is me. I'm going to do a solo show. Virtual work from home, all that kind of stuff is getting a whole lot of hype right now. And uh, last week, I actually did a, a webinar on the topic, and I thought, let's give it to our podcast listeners as well. So I'm going to talk about uh, a handful of tools that I use, have used for years, that I think a lot of people have either underutilized or are certainly coming to a new appreciation for. So I'm going to rip through them, give a couple of case studies on some things, ways that we use it, and then share the tools that I use. Now, I'm not going to go over an exhaustive list of here's everything that you could use for this particular thing. I'm just going to focus on the ones that we use or that I personally use and have used for years because, first off, I know them best, and uh, I think a lot of these tools, just the one you get to know the best is the best tool. <laughs> it doesn't have to be uh, this feature or that feature. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about is something that I have been calling one-to-one -one video. And and obviously, people are having trouble meeting person-to-person. -person. We're recording this in March of 2020 when we're in the, uh, the great health crisis um, all over the world. And so a lot of people are realizing, hey, I can't meet face-to-face. -face. What would be options? But one-to-one -one video is something that I've been using for years, and I think it's a great sales tactic. It's a great communication tactic. So the idea behind it is that you record a video for one person. So it's just a video message or, or you know, there are other things you might call it, but that's the idea behind it. And so just to give you an instance of the, the ways that I've actually used this, and, and of course, you know, we delivered an email. The ways I've used this over the years is if I'm trying to report, say, some numbers in a spreadsheet, and somebody just, you know, they don't know what that is. You just send the spreadsheet over and, you know, maybe highlight a few things and say, you know, let me know if you have any questions. But I can actually go through and walk somebody through it and say, here's the four things I really want you to focus on. And so obviously it, it allows them to consume it faster, certainly allows them to get the main points. I I use one-to-one -one video to show people how to do something. We work with lots of web designers and maybe we want something a little bigger, a little smaller. We want to change the font somewhere. You know, rather than just writing a long, detailed description and hoping that they get it, we actually can walk through on a video and say, you know, here's what we need uh, to get done. Now, another thing I can do is, and we use this all the time to document processes. If I want to tell somebody a process or how to do something uh, and, and it's on a computer, for example, I can capture my screen in this one-to-one -one video tool and walk through the steps and say, okay, first you click on this button, then it's going to go to this screen. And so so consequently, somebody can actually document um, a, a process for us. You know, sometimes when we are presenting ideas to clients, like mock-ups of web designs and things, we can walk them through that. And they, you know, we could certainly do that live in person, but this way we can document it, send it to them. And then eight hours later, when they want to look at it, <laughs> they don't have to have us there necessarily. I've used uh, this tool to introduce myself to people. So somebody that I would like to meet or somebody that I would consider a prospect that uh, that I would actually send them a quick video, tell them what I'm about. Video has such a a great way of, of kind of having engagement and, and sending kind of trust um, when people get that. 
I use all the time to say thank you to people or to I've used a one-to-one video to ask for a review. And I think these are all ways that uh, you certainly can uh, um, use. I mean, the, the tool, once you master it, there are dozens and dozens of ways to use this. Um, we send proposals. As a consulting firm, we send proposals to people. And a lot of times what I will do is recap the the high points of that proposal. It might be a six-page proposal, but there's really only three things that they need to to focus on because those are the three things that we perhaps talked about. So the tool that I use, and you've if you've been listening to my podcast or following me for any period of time, you know that I talk about this all the time. It's called Loom, L-O-O-M. It's just loom.com. There is a free version that gives you tons of, of uh, functionality. You can actually capture the screen. You can just capture yourself. You can actually have yourself down in a little box in the corner of the screen. Uh, you have a fair amount. I'm, I think there is a time limit, but it's pretty large uh, that you can do this. And as soon as you're done with your recording, you just hit stop and it produces a link. You drop that URL into an email. And uh, particularly if you've integrated Gmail, which you can do, you will actually embed the video right in your email. So there's there's no uploading or anything to it. And then when somebody gets that, uh, again, it's a little bit dependent upon their email client, but let's say they're on Gmail also, they don't even leave their email inbox. It plays right inside their email. I will tell you, my experience is 100% of these get opened, and you, I think, can communicate terribly effectively in, in a lot of ways. You know, imagine you had uh, service technicians, uh, for example, that uh, that go out on job sites and uh, um, would need to or potentially need to um, send a message ahead of time uh, so that they could say, hi, I'm Chris, your technician. I'll be coming to, to visit you uh, at this address. You know, let me know if there's anything I can do. I just think it's not just a marketing tool. I think it's just a service tool. It's a, a way to create a better experience. So Loom, one-to-one video. All right, the second tool I want to talk about is one that's getting tons and tons of hype these days. In fact, I wish I'd have bought their stock probably is Zoom. And that is a it's a video meeting and webinar platform. So, in my business, we use it every day uh, for our own internal meetings. Uh, we use it to uh, meet with clients to report on what's going on. We meet to present ideas or brainstorm uh, we do one-to-one sales calls. So anytime we have somebody that's interested in our services and, and they we want to do a discovery call or a, some sort of a sales call, we'll use this video uh, tool. Uh, increasingly, I'm seeing podcasters use Zoom because you can connect, you can record, uh, you get video. So if you're recording video, great, you capture the video. But even if you're not recording video, um, a lot of podcasters are finding that uh, that having that video stream on, they're able to look at their guests and, and do interviews, and it uh, it's re- it's far more engaging. I I've found I'm I'm using uh, a platform now called Squadcast, uh, just specifically for my podcast, uh, but I, I get interviewed a lot uh, on Zoom. So some of the 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 reasons to like Zoom is that there's there's no software involved necessarily, and so. Um, if you want to invite somebody to a meeting, they don't have to download an email, uh, you know, an application and, and, you know, be able to launch that. They pretty much can click and be on. There are, there are 
numerous flavors, but the two flavors that people use the most are webinars and meetings. And the biggest difference is a webinar is typically a presentation. So 100 people sign up for a webinar. The presenter gets on there, shares their screen, shows their slides. People can ask questions, but there's they're they're all muted. I mean, you you actually can unmute somebody and let them talk, but but essentially they're there uh, to listen. Um, you have um, in meetings, it's much more like a traditional meeting. People show up, they're all depend upon your settings. They might be all in video, and and you know you'll sit around a, what looks like a room and. Uh, talk to, you know, 8, 10, 12 people uh, in a, in a meeting. Now, obviously, you need a camera, um, to, uh, to, you know, to access or use, you know, the video component on your computer. But there is a phone app. Uh, people use that all the time. And, and actually, people can call in on their phone or on their computer. Um, you show your video. You can record your video. There is screen sharing. So if you, want to put up your slides and you can even annotate. So if you want to circle something, I mean, people, there's lots of functionality uh, to, to do things when you're presenting. Um, you can record and then it automatically uh, uh, saves the file on your computer. Uh, there's chat, Q&A, you can launch polls. So uh, again, you know, that type of video meeting is, you know, is, you know, in this particular day and time right now, um, has become an essential element for a lot of businesses, even businesses that used to just uh, jump in a car and, you know, drive a few blocks to meet with somebody. It's now become uh, pretty much a de facto tool for, for doing meeting, um, you know, even, even with companies that are very local. And I want to suggest that I think that some of the, some of these tools will be used out of necessity uh, right now. Uh, but I think that what will happen is people will actually get used to the behavior. They'll actually enjoy uh, the meeting rhythm this way or the ability to do certain things in a meeting this way, the time-saving elements of meeting this way. And I think even when we go back to normal, and we will go back, well, I don't know what normal is, but we will get through this, <laughs> then uh, I, I think you're going to see a lot of people that, uh, that, that really use these, continue to use these tools. I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers. And this allows you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. There's powerful segmentation, email autoresponders that are ready to go, great reporting. You want to learn a, bit, a little bit about the secret to building customer relationships? They've got a really fun series called Clavio's Beyond Black Friday. It's a docu-series, a lot of fun, quick lessons. Just head on over to clavio.com beyond BF, beyond Black Friday. The last tool there or the approach to uh, to using video and virtual uh, I just want to touch on is is live streaming. So you've probably seen somebody live stream on Facebook, maybe on YouTube. LinkedIn is increasingly getting into the game. And I think there could be very many uh, good uses. It's a, it, to me, it's a great tool to use in a community where you have people that want to show up. I think it's, I think it's probably overutilized by a lot of people who just want to show their face and they think people want to see their face and they want to share that they're walking down the, the sidewalk or in their car or something. Um, I, 
I don't find those useful. Maybe people do. Uh, but there are lots of cases where you could do training and certainly have – you can schedule events uh, so that people you know can attend them almost like we do a live webinar uh, today. So there are a lot of tools. All, obviously, all the platforms themselves allow you to live stream. I mean, if you have a Facebook profile, you, there is a button on there that says go live. Um, but uh, I use and really enjoy a tool called StreamYard. So that's stream, S-T-R-E-A-M. Yard, all one word. And a couple of things that are nice about it is you can actually broadcast to multiple platforms. So if you happen to have LinkedIn Live as part of your profile, which not everybody does, um, and, and Facebook and YouTube, you can actually stream a, li a live broadcast to all three of those in the same time. The other thing I love about it is that a um, couple things. You can add branding. So you can have your name or your logo, or if you've got a book or something, you can have in kind of in the uh, um, the watermark of or the bottom third of your video screen, which I think is great. You can record and you get to keep those sessions. If you just record on Facebook, there's actually some ways to extract it, but you have to be you have to understand the code <laughs> that's there and, and extract it from the code. This automatically saves your recordings. And I, I think that's a biggie because if you're going to spend the time to record something live, there's a really good chance that other people might want to see that in some other places. There is Q&A and chat as part of it. And uh, um, again, as I mentioned, one of the things I love about the, the scheduling component is that let's say you create a live stream, you schedule it for tomorrow and you're going to put it in Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn, it will actually put a placeholder like an event um, into those places. And so all of a sudden, it, it, you know, you, now you've got it kind of notifying people that you're going to be doing this. So then it's more, uh, to me, then it's more like a webinar that just happens live as opposed to, hey, I'm just going to fire this up and hope somebody tunes in. There are right now a lot of, I think, really good examples of people particularly holding their communities together using live stream. And there's certainly a lot of cases of people just jumping onto it and, you know, wasting space. Think what would be useful for your community, for your clients, for your prospects. Um, and, and that's how you ought to be designing um, any sort of live broadcast around. Another, and this isn't a video tool necessarily, but another category I think that, that I'd love to kind of throw in here is that, uh, uh, some of the collaboration software. So if you've, if you've spent a great deal of your life, you know, with clients across the desk, sharing files with them, um, in person, you might have to start looking at some collaboration suites that have been out there for a long, long time. Tools like Basecamp, Asana. Microsoft Teams, which is a fairly new one, a lot of people are adopting these as ways to have unified communication. They become project workspaces so that all the emails and all the files and the revisions and the to-do list all kind of stay in one place. These are really easy to use. Um, Slack is a tool that's been around for a while, and I think you're going to see a real surge in people using uh, Slack. I mean, you've got a lot of people working from home now that didn't used to do that, and they maybe some of them have adopted uh, using tools like Slack, but a lot of them are just used to running down the hall. Um, and so Slack is a way to have a similar kind of chat environment, but you also can do a lot of things to notify a lot of people and to keep you know communications um, unified and uh, to to you know speak to groups instead of just uh, having everybody on their phone. So those are a couple tools that I think that uh, um, that I think are going to 
make life easier. They're going to become tools that I think uh, that 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 will definitely be you know things that that people are doing. I mean, I see a lot of creative businesses right now doing virtual meetups. So meetups with people that they used to meet in person now are using a tool like Zoom. Uh, networking groups like BNI. In fact, I think uh, if you belong to a BNI group, I think that they have adopted Zoom as as kind of their uh, their platform of choice right now to com- to continue to have. Um, you're going to see, you know, and you do see more and more people doing uh, what I call "ask me anything." So just kind of getting their groups together, co-working. There are actually people that are logging in to be around people, um, and and even though it's just a Zoom call, they might get on and work together for an hour, answer a couple of questions, go on mute, do their work. And they've got people there that are working like you would at a co-working space. I, th- I think isolation, um, it's not really a problem for me, but isolation is a problem for a lot of people. So uh, that's, uh, you know, that's a way to, to, that people are finding to, uh, to combat. Certainly training and education events. Um, I, you know, I do three uh, weekend boot camps a year. Uh, with my consultant network, and and we're going to probably move them to virtual events. Um, and 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 my guess is that's actually uh, we're gonna. There's some trade offs. We're gonna lose some things from not having the personal contact, the stuff you do over lunch. You know, those kind of things are are hard to make up in a streaming event. But um, but as far as uh, cost, as far as ability uh, for more people to participate. Uh, the live training events are probably going to be something that you see people ad- adapting to. So, you know, the thought of sitting on a live event for three hours or six hours over the course of a day is something that I think people would have said, oh, no, I'll just get on a plane. I'll go, go to the thing. But I think, I think you're going to see that behavior uh, start showing up uh, more and more. I think you're going to see a whole lot of people moving to streaming even their services um, and and we may never go back or that will just become um, a a way in which you can uh, access a company or or their services. I've actually seen some, some, uh, I'll just go a side note here, some family use cases. I've seen people doing virtual scavenger hunts, virtual play dates, you know, to build a Lego together, Uh, virtual science experiments with six or eight classmates, Uh, virtual book clubs where, you know, traditional book clubs uh, used to uh, exist. And, and obviously you know, I see a lot of families now getting together using uh, this technology as well. It, it will never replace the uh, uh, the hugs, in my opinion, but I think it, it, it's a reality of, of the times. I want to kind of leave us uh, today with a couple tips for a better experience. Audio is a big deal. If, if, if obviously you're going to be seen on camera, your message you want to get across, it's, it's probably not a huge deal if you're having a meeting and everybody can hear each other and, and communicate. But particularly if you're presenting to an audience, um, using a, a, you know, a, a USB condenser mic like a Blue Yeti makes a ton of sense. It just gives much more depth to, uh, to your, your voice and uh, you certainly are going to come across clear. Same is true of video. Uh, most modern laptops come with a video camera on them today, but there's for about 150 bucks, you go up to a Logitech uh, 922C, I think it is. And all of a sudden you've got, um, you know, really high quality video. You've got uh, um, much more 
uh, depth and bigger screen um, on on the camera itself, and so you're going to look better. It's going to pick up light better. There's just a lot of reasons uh, to to invest that money. And speaking of lighting, particularly if you're going to present, you know, having natural light on your face uh, makes it. Uh, you know, there's nothing worse than the kind of grainy dark <laughs> video. There are some pretty inexpensive lights, like the ring lights. They're just those kind of ring ones you see a lot of people using with their phones that you can get for you know hundred hundred fifty dollars. Um, distractions. Uh, that's uh, probably the uh, um, the the biggest challenge for a lot of people that are doing a lot of video or you know trying to do meetings uh, on uh, online is that you know they're in their living room, they're in their basement, <laughs> and uh, some cases, and it looks like it, um, and so. Thinking about backgrounds, and there, there is green screen technology that will actually allow you to put in a virtual background, but um, you have to have a really good camera, you have to have great bandwidth, and sometimes, sometimes they look a little wonky. Um, so uh, I'll give you one really old school recommendation or almost analog recommendation. I came across a site called AnyVu. I don't know what that means. A-N-Y-V-O-O, AnyVu.com. And they produce a little, what kind of looks like a little projector screen. So it's very portable. Folds up, folds down, pop it up. But it's uh, it's a an actual print that goes behind you, and you tell them what you want on it: your logo or mountains or you know whatever it is that you want on it. Um, and the nice thing about it is you can you know you don't have to have this thing mounted somewhere or a wall. You can pop it up and pop it down as you have meetings. So it's uh, it's very portable as well. So that's all I wanted to share today. I hope you are taking care. I hope that you are keeping hope. Uh, I hope that uh, that you will look for the opportunities in what um, are, I think, some much better times ahead. Stay positive. Keep the faith. Be kind to each other. All right. Hopefully we will run into you soon out there on the road. <laughs>